What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. This episode of the Fatherhoods Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad. Fly Dad provides functional, practical gear for sophisticated dads like you, our listeners, and us, the fatherhoods. The homies over at Fly Dad hold a few sleep experts and a whole lot of new dads to come up with the nine best baby sleep hacks just for dads. Hit up flydadgear.com and navigate to sleep hacks at the top for your free download. You're welcome. All right, tonight on the Fatherhoods Podcast, we got a legend with us. He was uh, he was one of Boston's first to put the city on the map, and um, man, he's just got legendary albums, and he pretty much created the anthem for what this podcast is based off of. Uh, welcome, Ed OG. What's up, Kings? What's good? Uh, how's All right? Chill, man. Chilling. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, so now before, yeah, I was good. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just, yeah, just going to say before before we jump into getting into all our questions. I know uh, E, you had uh, an org that you wanted to talk about. That yeah, we missed I've been trying last, to last go around. Right, we keep plug it for talk. like two episodes. Y'all <laughs> yeah. keep fucking me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, real quick. So yeah, I had seen my girl send me this link to watch this uh, documentary, and it was about some dude that started this. This organization, um, it's Operation Underground uh, Railroad, and they they basically rescue children from sex trafficking all around the world. It's based out of the U.S. It's like a dude that was like CIA, FBI, Homeland Security, and then he just got into this. So I just, I mean, I, I'm gonna send y'all. We'll put the link in I show think, notes, you know, yeah, description. And I I donated some bread. I even hit them up. I'm like, yo, if you need someone to go on raids. They were like, you kind of have to be a trained, you know, ex-military. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of trained, you know. You know, it's just, you know, you watch the documentary and it just you get real heated seeing what's going around. And what's dope about them is like they're saying, well, this is what's whack. The U.S. is actually the biggest consumer of child pornography and 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 in terms of like going to other countries and, and doing stuff in terms of like, you know, exploitation yeah. of children. So we're the, you know, like drugs. It's like the same shit as the war on drugs. So these dudes, their whole thing is like, they're trying to get the U.S. on board to go and do operations all around the world and, and you know, and get these kids out of these situations. And it's, it's some real sad ass shit. So I just, you know, I, I want people to check it out. And if you think it's dope, donate. And, you know, if you just support it or share the link, I just think it's a really dope cause and everybody should get you know, involved with it. 
So, so the name again is Operation Underground Railroad, like Harriet yeah, Tubman style. Ourrescue.org. Ourrescue.org is the, is the website, Operation Underground Railroad. Okay. So. <sighs> Sorry, Ed. I know that was Sorry, kind of heavy. Man. I've been trying to plug that, so thank you for being that's, patient. That's, that's dope, dope info, man. Word up. I'll yeah. send a link to the doc. I want to check it out, too. Yeah, man. yeah. And, and there's stuff here going on, too. They're not just going out of the country. They're, they're rescuing kids here as well. Crazy, oh. yo. <sighs> yo, so, Ed, man, why, why don't we just get straight to it, right? Um, be a father to your child. Yes. What sparked that? I mean, I th- there's, there's obviously a story about it out there in the world, but, yeah. but we want yeah. you to kind of just catch everybody back up because they might have been a little while before, since they might have heard it. So, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that song, I didn't have any kids at the time. And, what? And I wrote, nah, no <laughs> That's kids. Ill, yo. That's crazy. No kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I grew up without a father, like, you know, most kids did that that grew up you know from i'm I'm from 70s baby you know what i'm saying and growing up being a teenager in the 80s um and you know out here in boston it was just cool to say the kids not mine like i don't know if y'all experienced that growing up but the first thing a dude would say is oh that's not my baby that was the first thing out knowing you going raw up in her knowing you you know what time it is right so my thing was i, I wanted to uh you know make cats be responsible because i just used to see nothing but uh single girls and in the 80s you know it was big teen pregnancy thing mm-hmm. going on so all i would see was young girls pushing babies no fathers no interaction and it just one day sitting in my window, looking out the window, seeing, you know, a bunch of different strollers passing by. It just sparked the idea, like, man, I need to write a song about this. And I did. That's cr- did you think it would be as, you know, I mean, I don't know how it was when it came out. Was it a success as when it came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a success. It seemed like man. it's us, but I don't know how it was to you, you know? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, you know, it, it was definitely one of the songs, man. I, it got me on video music. Soul with Donnie Simpson, brother. Nice. Wow. <laughs> you know, Rap City was, of course, in your own TV right. rush, but then when you got to sit down on the couch with Donnie with the <laughs> green eyes, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was like that record put me there. So, right. you know, for me, it was like a step up. Um, and you know, it it just it it, it changed. I, I I definitely know it changed a lot of brothers. Um, perspective thinking, yeah, and 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 you know, to, to try to step up because the visuals with the video, um, and everything, and, and I think it just really made dudes not want to be deadbeats after that record. Like, yeah. everybody would you see a deadbeat, it was like, yo, be a father to your child, you know what I'm yeah. saying? What you doing, you know what I'm saying? And 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 you know, um, I think it really just planted that seed. And to all of us, like, because I knew when I had kids, I wanted to be an Uber father. I didn't want to be some deadbeat dude, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't around and in their kids' lives, man. Not so, to be confused with driving an Uber. Right. That's why that's why I laughed. That's why I laughed. I, th- I thought I thought you was like that. Nah, I'm gonna just see him on the weekends, like boom, and I'm out. <laughs> that's the new nah, shit. Nah. I'm an Uber like, father. Before Uber, before Uber, before the, Uber. The super father, the big dog yeah, father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Word up, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially for for you know, 
black and Latino men, um, you know, us growing up all in the same environment, you know, a lot of Latin fathers was in the home. That's one thing I can yeah. say. You go to my, go to any of my, their dad was there. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, a lot of them too wasn't. So we, yeah. you know, us, we had to be that next generation to be the responsible generation to make the younger dudes that came after us be responsible and so on and so on. Well, why do you think hip hop gets a bad rap in terms of that, that the whole parenting and, and more specific fatherhood? I don't think we get that bad of a rap now. I mean, no, not see- now, but there was a stretch where it seemed like we were getting a bad rap. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think that's probably more so on the dads and, you know, the mothers and whatever was um, going on in those situations man but i think for me at least what i what i seen i didn't you know i didn't really see any any bad raps i don't know anybody in specific or if you're just talking about in general but i guess in the in the culture i guess you know the whole thing with baby mama this and baby mama drama this and maury povich and this that it just seemed like culturally that's the stereotype of hip-hop at that time it's changed with time Thank you. Yeah. And that's what we also wanted to be a part of. Um, but it felt like there was a time period where it was like people just weren't like owning up, just like what you saw. Yeah, exactly. And it was a it was the stereotype on top of that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Then yeah, I got you exactly with the Maury and all of that. Yeah. And yeah, so it was pretty big, man, with, with that. But I mean, just us, you know, showing, I, I think, um, I don't know, man. I, I just think everybody cats that have babies now and you know. From, from that time on after that record kind of really took it a little more serious, even though culturally you had the, the Maury's and all of that, but you know, dudes, uh, I, I know so many dudes, man, that stepped up to the plate. I know brothers that raised kids without the mothers because the mothers right. was, yeah, you know, messed up, you know, a lot of guys like that, man, that need to be commended and saluted and we don't get enough of that. So this father's is, is, great platform need more you know what i'm saying um just to show you know we're not appreciated enough i think you know what right. i'm saying and <laughs> you know dudes to take on kids that aren't even there sometimes i've seen that exactly many situations yeah exactly yeah. many situations guys come in and you know do it like that man and, and you know raise up other other men's kids or, or whatever and, and build that family and that strong foundation and that's what we need that's what our our young you know boys need they need mm-hmm. to see somebody in there that they can look up to because most of us we didn't have nobody in the household to look up to except for moms yep. you know what i'm saying so we didn't have that male figure in the house man to know you know this is how this is how you do it or even for me as a youngster you know i had to talk to all my boys about sex i couldn't talk to moms we mm. figured it out right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. it's true <laughs> I didn't have an older brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could be like, yo, what? It was just me and my boy. Yeah, same here, you know same here. Yep. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I got you go to mom. <laughs> Come on. You know <laughs> we'll go and sneak off and buy, like, the penthouse joint. Well, this is what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, man. The magazine's under the mattress. <laughs> yo, hey, you, you said you wrote that song before you even had kids, and, and you kind of walked yeah. through what inspired that. How did how did your life change, like, and, and maybe relative to the song? Like, were you, did you find yourself living your lyrics when you had your seeds? 
Um, yeah, man. But you know, it's high expectations too. You know what I'm saying? No one's perfect. So right. you know what I'm saying? I'm the be a father to your child guy. So I can't be <laughs> dude and all of that. And you know, I had a lot of problems with my 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 uh, oldest daughter's um mother. So it was just drama, 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 drama until she became an adult. Thank God she's 28 now, you know, good. The drama is over, but that that's what made it kind of a little sticky. You know what I'm saying? Um, in 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 being there when I wanted to be there, and if you you know having those issues with the mother, and I can't see her when I want to, and I, you know I went to the court, tried to uh, get full custody. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them kind of guys. <laughs> so it's like you know just a lot of drama. So it wasn't the best experience. My thing to all the young fathers out there. Try to be as cool as you could with the mother if you guys are not getting along. You know what I'm saying? Try to make it peace because you don't want to uh, be growing up, have the kids growing up in, in a, you know, whole fighting situation all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you could be, so I know it's hard, you know what I'm saying? And if I could go back, I probably would have been a little more chill than I was. But, you know, you can't take back. What, what happened, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I would advise everybody to just try to make it smooth, man, a smooth transition with the mother, you know what I'm saying? When, when it wasn't peace with uh, your daughter's mother, did that have impact on your daughter and how she felt about you with any kind of backlash like that going on? Yeah, of course, you know, all the, of course, you know, moms is going to, if you, she lives with mom, so, you know, Mom's mm. has a greater influence on uh, the everyday life and when she can see me and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, but we have a great relationship now. I mean, we've been had a great relationship for a long time. But, you know, of course, you go through those ups and downs in those situations, man. And, um, you know, try to do the best you can do. You know what I'm saying? Now, did you get any did you get any backlash from from people? peers or other dudes when the song came out like them because i again i think this is probably one of the first times that it could be noted that a song like this talking about being a positive role model and a, and a dad had, had been on wax i mean from a hip-hop perspective i don't know if there's any anything else prior to that but i mean did you ever hear back from from dudes like oh man why are you why are you rhyming about that kind of thing as opposed to whatever else was popular at the moment yeah Nope, never, man. That's cool. Everybody was was really, really like, yo, because it was so different. I, yeah. I think it kind of, you know, caught everybody like by surprise. You know what I'm saying? So I think every, everybody, and I actually was like, I had commercials for the uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, like wow. you know, with the Beer Father record. So it did a, it did a lot, man. It really, you know, went into places that uh, hip hop wasn't getting into at the time. That's Ill. So you mentioned you, your oldest daughter. How many kids do you have total? I got three. I got a, a stepson. I got my daughter, and I got uh, my youngest son, who's nineteen. He he's right here. You want to come in? Yeah, come in. He's, he's yes. there. Yeah. He's this generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> ill. Yeah, it's that generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally different from. 
the the 90s babies, man. These 2000 babies are something else, man. Do you do you find so like if you compare, you know, raising your daughter and you know, granted, you had a lot of like um challenges with that relationship and your participation in, in raising her, but comparing that upbringing to your son, the one that was just on here now. How what's the biggest difference you find in being able to raise them? Um, shoot, when you with them, you know, twenty four hours, seven days a week. I mean, that that's that's it. There's nothing better to me, man, than you know, really taking them home from the hospital and you know, since this dude was came out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he been right there, and I, I you know, it, it it's just a um, it's a different thing, man, having them. Um, with you all the time and growing up, you know, you get to mold and shape. It's hard you know, to it's leave. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not being a weekend dad, you right. know what I'm saying, where you could only do so much in the time allotted, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you got to be there <laughs> all the time, <laughs> you mm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's the best, man, you know what I'm saying? But I'm done. Never will I ever have <laughs> any more kids. <laughs> Ever. Oh I'm, man, you're talking to Manny. Manny Digital, you want to give us? If any of y'all old dudes out there still having kids, y'all, <laughs> God bless you. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. <laughs> well, at least that was one, you... one of my one of my man's the Bulldogs. He just had. He got a two year old. He's fifty two. Wow. He's wilding. <laughs> he is wilding. I told him he's wild. I, so, I got a two year old. I'm 45, and that's tough, man. Oh man, two. Oh, I got a and I got an infant right now. About, God bless about, you. God about bless ten. You. About ten <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> about ten years ago, I knew a dude down in Atlanta, and he was 62 at the time, and he got with a woman who was like in her mid twenties and ended up having a, a newborn baby when he was 62. <laughs> was like, Yo, son. Nah. Not, yeah. But I mean, if you 62, you more like a pimp. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking pimp, but I didn't You're like a 20, 20 something year. You know, you're more like a G, like top of the line G. <laughs> At that but, point. But he was, he was ready to, you know, go back to, Doing diapers and all that kind of stuff at, at that age. I'm wow. Like, wow, man! You know the sperm still work, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the problem. Off, That's the problem. It turn off. <laughs> it don't turn off ever. <laughs> Yo, so so with your youngest son, uh, Ed, like, yeah. as it relates to music, like you know, you, you kind of alluded to this generation and the differences and the wild, you know, kind of style. I got a thirteen year old, so I. I I'm kind of in the zone also. What what is it with you, you know. Yeah, I know what's up. So you with with music in particular, you coming from the era of rap that you come from and yeah. what he listens to, how do you guys like relate or not based on what you know, oh, the t- style of music yeah, you guys well, like? He, he grew up with the real, of course, cuz of who his dad is. So yeah. he knows what that is. But you know, this is his generation of music and you know it, it's, it's their time, and um, I can't relate to him at all with his music. <laughs> Do I you mean, try? Some of the songs are cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. Some of the songs are cool, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, like 90% is like, <laughs> what is this, bro? Like, I don't understand this right here, man. And I understand hip-hop, 
But I mean, I get it. So, you know, I, it, like I said, man, it's, it's their time. I'm not mad at it. It's just not my shit. You know what I'm <laughs> Does he respect where you're coming from and the fact that you're still an artist doing what you do? Of course, because I took him on tour. So oh, okay. he'd been on tour with me. I took him to Europe um, and he did a couple of tours and did, did uh, some festivals over there. And, you know, he loved that. So he got to see both sides of, you know, how, how it looks. I mean, we did a a, a joint out in um, Czech Republic, Hip Hop Kemp. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that festival, but it's a huge festival. And um, like young M.A. was there and she was kind of popping. This was about two years ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, two or three years ago. So, you know, he, he got to see her there and you know, wild out, marsh pit, and do all of the shit that the white people do <laughs> in Europe. And, you know, he, he got to see real hip-hop, and, you know, got and he got a taste of everything. So he, he likes it. He loves it, man. He's about, you know, he grew up with it, but his shit is his shit. It's just, I, I'm, I don't know, do you, can you relate to your 13-year-olds? Are you, like... It's, it's actually a good question. So I... Generally speaking, so no, the answer is no. Generally, um, I try though to to vibe with her. Right? What's interesting though, like, and I mentioned this to the guys uh, via text the other day, two three days ago. We in a she comes downstairs with a bandana on some Tupac shit. Right? She got to you know put on the same way. She don't know who Tupac is, so I go, oh shit, look! I tell my wife, oh shit, look, she's wearing it like Tupac. And my daughter's like, Burr? and and my wife's like, yeah. So I go, yo. So now we got the luxury of like, I could just tell the speaker, yo, play Tupac, play whatever, right? So I did. We happened to be in the same room, and then Tupac starts playing. Um, I think it was uh, All Eyes on Me, and and she's listening, and I'm like, yo, I left the room, but I was like, listen to the song, listen to it all the way through, because these motherfuckers, they're like two seconds of a song, and then they switch to the next song. I'm like, just listen to this shit and then tell me what you think. And then I was fully expecting her to be like, yo, dad, that shit's trash. Yo, she came out and she was like, yo, I like it. I was like, I was like, oh shit, this is like, like I was really astonished because I wasn't expecting it. So it's like, and I'm a big Jay-Z guy. So I'm, she still hasn't really like fuck with Jay. Like I fuck with Jay. So when she said that about Pac, I was like, oh shit, there's still hope. Like, I, you know, there's an opportunity here. Yeah. So those moments yeah, you I just, like. You, you just gotta, you just gotta bang him for her when she's in the car with you. That's yep. all you give her. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta give him that nostalgia. Later on, they'll they'll come back to it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you and work, you, you working now, right, Ed? Like projects? Why? I know you just dropped a new video. Yeah, I think yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dropped. Um. Just recently, I just dropped my documentary. I gotta have it. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, on um, all the streaming networks, Apple TV, um, and that's just basically about. Um, it's called "I Gotta Have It." It's basically about the song, um, and what the song did for me. You know what I'm saying? How that one record kind of changed my whole life, and from where I was at. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then so on, and my whole career basically surrounding the song. So I just dropped that um, in June. Um, it's been out for a few years, but we never put it up. It was with my last album, Freedom. Um, worked on new album now. I got a few, probably like four new projects coming out. 
we didn't drop anything this year because of uh, the year. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So, skip this uh, year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a, a skip to wash. <laughs> definitely, probably drop some singles this year and a few videos though, just to uh, you know put put some stuff in uh, out there. And then next year is the 30th year for my first album for Edo G and the Bulldogs. Congrats. So hopefully we could get back to uh, some, you know, normalcy and do some touring. And, um, you know, I'm going to drop a project with them as well uh, next year to bring the old band back. Dope. You know what I'm saying? For the third year. Dope. And go, going back to your upbringing and and not being raised with your dad around. Did you did you even realize when you're growing up that you were missing out on having your dad around or was it just an afterthought of like that's just not part of your life and and how did that relate to how you wanted to be a dad? Um not really because honestly everybody in my um where I lived in, in my buildings um you know nobody's dad lived there. Like nobody, you know what I'm saying? All my boys, my best friends, it was just them and their moms and their sisters or brothers or whatever, what have you. So, um, you know, the only thing my pops, he, he got killed. He got murdered when I was like seven. So, um, I knew, you know, I had a relationship with him up until then. And then he had moved down South. So I used to go to Alabama every summer. Uh, you know, before he died, but you know, my friends, their their pops would come on the weekends or something to pick them up. That was probably the only only difference, man. But other than that, nah, it wasn't. It was just kind of normal that there was no dads around in the whole neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. So, like, literally, no role models to speak of. Like that shit was completely normal. Yeah, I mean, one of my boys, the Bulldogs, my man, G, his pops was around, and he's a good dude, but, you know, he was, like, in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Right. He lived there, but he was, like, in the street, streets. So it's – nobody was really there. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole whole neighborhood, man. So, you know, it, it, I, I mean, I think a lot of, lot of black kids can tell this same story, man, from – it don't matter where you're from. You know what I'm saying? That time period was, was like that. That was like what 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 year was um that was like in the seventies, you said? No, seventy eighties? Yeah, well I, I was born in seventy. So that was like, you know, from the seventies and eighties, man. I was a teenager, you know what I'm saying, about eighty, eighty-three, late eighty-three. Um, so yeah, I mean, just you know, that whole time period up from all growing up up until I got my record deal me and all my boys you know none of their pops was around and would you what what role you think music had in 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 helping you even cope with maybe the absence of a father um i think when you not really knowing when it when when the person is not there like wasn't there there you don't really miss what wasn't around you know what i mean so but music my mom's was definitely into all kinds of music so that's why I got, you know, all my musical influence from. She bought the breaks. She brought the Christmas rap. You know, that was my first rap records in the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so, yeah, she was on it. She was definitely a music head. And all my family, you know, they love music, too. So that was a big part of our family music. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, when I was a kid, I, I would say this all the time. My pops wasn't around either. And I felt like 
hip hop was almost like a surrogate father because my mom is the type of person like, oh, you, you know, you get in a fight, you know, you could cry, you go to the principal, you know, come to me, we'll talk to the parents and that shit ain't flying. You know, so it's like my all my all my shit that I that I felt like my dad probably would have been kind of like roughing me up a little bit. Hip hop helped me kind of you know taught me some of that shit. So I felt like it was kind of my surrogate father to a degree. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. When came when when me and my moms finally moved out of the the one bedroom and I finally got my own room in '82, uh, and I got. You know what? What do you want for your birthday? I want a record player. Mm. That's what I want. Two tape decks, the, the two tape deck joint. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got that, and I, I feel the same way. I was like in my room, headphones, records, tapes, like just in a zone in my mm. own world, man. Listening to this music, listening to the radio stations when they came on at night. You know, play and record, trying to record yep. everything I could. Like, yeah, so it, it definitely was, I feel you on that. Like, it, it definitely was like a crutch. Like, you could sit there in your room and lean on that. Right. And, and it'll take you away from whatever was going on at the yeah. time. Yeah. How do you, how do you, di- how do you explain or try to like have your, I mean, your 19 year old, just since we saw him most recently, but generally your kids, like in this moment in time, shit is all fucked up, right? Like, yes. nobody's ever been through some shit like this before. How do you as a dad try to keep them from losing it? Because it's hard enough on us as, you know, going through all yeah. this shit. How do you keep a level head and then share the necessary knowledge so they keep it together? Well, yeah, I try to, you know, let first let him know what's going on in the world. Really, like, you know, this is what's happening, you know. Um, so you're aware of what's going on. He already knows as a, as a black man, I think it's just ingrained in you from birth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what this country stands for. You know what I'm saying? And I've taught him all of that, you know. So at, at this time, I'm just trying to keep him safe, keep him in the house. Mainly, you know, we ain't doing too much of uh, anything at, at the time. So, you know, trying to just keep them focused and safe on future, the future, you know what I'm saying? The brighter future and not getting caught up in everything that's going on outside. Cause it's so crazy, man. Like anything, he could go to the store and something could happen. God forbid, yeah. you know, like it's really just that crazy out here now. So, you know, my eyes is on him. I'm, he's staying close to me. He, He's in the crib, basically. I ain't letting this nigga go nowhere. <laughs> Get your ass over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His his rope is real, real small, man. Cause it's just so so wild out here. And then you got, you know, cats in the hood acting even more stupid because of the pandemic. More people yeah. done been shot now. Like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. I don't understand what's going on now. Yeah. Like, why is there more shootings now? You know, New York, why is New York, like Boston, all these Chicago, cities? Chicago, yeah. What are y'all doing? I'm not understanding that. So it's just too crazy. You got, you know, cops, racists, you know, your own people, try, everybody trying to kill us. Everybody. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's dope that, you, that you've taken them on, on the road because I, I definitely feel that taking kids, you know, your kids, getting them out of the country, getting out of their neighborhoods. 
you know, it shows them that the world's a bigger place and they're small little problems. He says, she said in, in the hood or whatever. That's small compared to the world out there. That's exactly. Yeah. exactly. That was that was a key thing, man, getting them over there and um, get, letting them experience that. I took them to Amsterdam for a few days to just chill. Like, I took them all around. So we got to see a whole, whole lot of stuff, man. And, um, you know, more coming in the future as soon as the... the, the the gates are back open and the borders are open. You yeah. know, we had right back over there, man. Yeah, so, could you see yeah. a could you see a difference in him when he came back from some of those trips? I mean, even if it's small, but just like in his mode of thinking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. His 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 eyes were open more to know that there, like you know, EU was just saying that there's it's so much bigger than just around here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really big there there are people everywhere like shit's going on you know all over the world man right. and you know he he's into music too he you know he raps um and modeling and you know there's more opportunities everywhere not just here you can't just mm -hmm. think about that we can go to europe and there's a lot of opportunities mm -hmm. for you there as well you know so he knows now the the broadness and he likes Europe. He likes, you know, because over there, kids, a lot of countries now they raise it up to 18, but it was like 16, you an adult. Right. You know what I mean? So you can hang out, you can party, go to shows, do all of the stuff. Um, so you know, it, it's just a different way of uh thinking that, that those kids have a have a different mentality at teenage years than, you know, American kids from, from my observation, right. um, being over there a lot. Did um, you, so yeah, he got to see that. And got, okay. Did your son, and these are my assumptions. You correct me if I'm wrong here. I assume he just looks at you as dad, regardless of what your hip hop yeah. persona is. You just dad. But did it, did he like get awakened to how legit of an MC you are and the respect okay. you, you bring? When he went overseas, was that like the moment? Yeah. That that was that was really the the, the big eye opener. When you see five thousand, six thousand, you're doing these festivals and people going crazy, mm -hmm. and he's on stage with me, so he get to feel the energy and feel everything. So yeah, it definitely like he really got to see. It, and were you, know were you like, yeah, I motherfucker? Told I told you I was some serious <laughs> shit. Did you? I would have let my kids nah, have nah. it. <laughs> Because <laughs> he wasn't like uh, nobody don't know. Oh, you. okay. Like he wasn't on like that. You know, okay. he knew what it was, but he just ain't seen it. Right. You you know what I'm saying? The like, impact to to that effect. Yeah, he didn't see it to that effect. So once he got to see that, then he was like, oh, oh shit, okay. Oh, I see you. <laughs> Why dope. you be going over here all the time? Now I understand. <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> what's your What's your take on? Discipline and how do you handle discipline in the household from when he was a Man, child to, to being up. a teenager? I fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's good, you know what I'm saying. But I don't play all of that. Um, I'm from the '70s. I got. I'm not an abuser, but sometimes you know the all the talking they just don't get it at some point. Like especially boys. Is a different thing than girls. You know, you can maybe have a conversation with them. They're a little more intelligent 
younger growing up than guys. It's just, right. you know, it takes us a little while longer. Sometimes we got to beat it into our own heads to get it. You know what I'm saying? With, with boys. So, but, you know, he wasn't a bad kid enough. And I didn't really have no street type, you know, crazy type drama. But I believe in discipline, man. Like, you know, if you acting up too much, man, you got to get something. You know, something got to happen. No, no time out. <laughs> no, <Nah, yeah. laughs> no, no. A, use your words. <laughs> listen, the, 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 we are in the, the you know, we're, at, we're in that time where everybody gets a trophy, even if you lose. Yeah, <laughs> so right. we in that time. Like we're all, we're all winners oh, here. Yeah, we're all winners. No, we're not. <laughs> there's winners and there's fucking losers. Excuse me. <laughs> but that's what it is. Like, right. You can you try know, again, but you're still a loser. <laughs> that's life. If you don't teach them now, you know, how are you raising kids where, you, you know what I mean, where they think they they all winners? Yeah. Right. yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a, I mean, there, there's been research around it, but like the entitlement comes from a lot of it comes from that. It's like everybody's, yeah. everybody's on top of the world. So when you grow up, what else are you going to think it is? Right. Yeah. Rude yeah. Awakening. That, that, you know, it's a messed up mentality. You know what I'm saying? To, uh, for, because even with us, I'm not a rich man. I'm not like, you know, some crazy, like I'm Jay or anything like that. But I'm saying our kids now, they, 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 this younger generation, they're growing up with everything. They don't want for nothing. They don't need nothing. Whatever they want, they get. Yep. We didn't grow up like that. You know, uh, mm. it had to take some time. We had to work, work on that to get to that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get everything. Put it like on layaway. Yeah. Layaway like, was, <laughs> layaway was, layaway, up. Just to These get your moms now, to put it on layaway. <laughs> yeah. These kids now, they like, got everything so they already feel privileged and they in the the we all get a trophy generation you know right. what i'm saying and this is black kids I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like i'm not talking about some rich suburban kids i'm talking about regular even kids in the hood they still growing up not really wanting that much their parents are doing everything so they could be good you know what i'm saying so these kids have a different mentality and outlook on on stuff now they think they're supposed to get shit. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you, so you just bought me some last week. What is what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? So they just feel like they should just get, you know, you gotta teach them work, man. They gotta learn how to fail for sure. Yeah. yeah. My my daughter, my daughter asked me for this is the first year, actually. She's asking for, like, clothes. Like, we're already talking about, like, for Christmas. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? But she's like, yeah, you know, I just want um some clothes. And I'm like, okay, that's doable. And then she's like, yeah, maybe a pair of Jordans. And I, I was like, raw. But then I was like, you know what? Yeah. Because I got, I, I, st- I, bought my first, yeah, I, I bought my first pair of J's when I was 31. Right? Because that's when I felt like, all right. I got enough Skrilla for that shit not to really make that big of a dent for me. So, but 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 now I got like thirty pairs, right? So she looks at my wall of kicks and she's like, "Yo, those are fly." And I'm like, "You know, we we kick it on on the sneaker tip." And then she hit me with the, the yeah. Jordan shit, and I think this will be her first pair of Jordans if if I do buy them for her. 
And that, my immediate reaction was like, fuck that. I ain't buying you no fucking Jordans. It took me 31 years to get my first pair. And then I'm like, I can't be like that. I, I can't be like that, you know? If I got it, it's not a big deal. Let's do it. You know, it's funny. It's, it's even like, it. it's like even with toys, like right in front of me, I got these uh, shelves and I, and you know, I've collect some like Star Wars toys and I'm like, it, because when you was a kid, you couldn't afford it. You couldn't get it. So now I understand. Yep. I, I used to look at adults like, why the fuck you got toys, man? But now I get it. I'm like, oh, man, I can afford this shit now. I can, yeah. I'm going to go and get all the retro shit I could never get when I was a kid. Exactly, yeah. man. I wish I would have saved all my shit, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> up. Well, oh, man, shit. you know Kwame's big, so you know you better. I know you probably already talked to him, E. Yeah, nah. No. <laughs> no, I wish I, I wish I have a I have a problem with just like I I'm able to provide you know for my son with almost anything he wants and so I have to try to get myself to cut back sometimes because it's like you know you want to you want to give them what? stuff but at the same time it's like man I don't want to just totally overdo it and and create yeah a you gotta situation. make them earn it you gotta yeah. make yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta put them, you know, give them a task or something. Man. It's you tough because you you wanna you wanna do what wasn't done necessarily for yourself, so you kind of like overcompensating. I I, I'm, I have a yeah. bad habit. Every time I go to the store to get anything, I buy my daughter something. But some not your but thing. not your son. Oh, you talking about my son's a baby. He's a baby. When I get him, he, he's gonna hit a you pacifier? with some shit later. Like oh oh, but for her, but not for me. Oh, I don't care if I couldn't talk. <laughs> nah, later on, I'm going to be like, you guys have to share this shit. <laughs> but I, I, but I still complain work. every day. I complain because we got a whole area of her toys. And she just wants to watch cartoons on YouTube. And I'm like, hold up a second. This shit look like a Toys R Us right here. I didn't have none of this shit growing <laughs> up. That's your fault. You, you need you, to get creative yeah. and play. <laughs> you buying shit for you. You're not buying shit for her. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. The kids get everything, B. They do. They do. I, I got a question because all three of us on the fatherhoods, we all have a son. I have three kids, but everybody here at least has a son. Um, you, Your youngest yeah. son is, what? Well, you have one boy, was it? And two girls? Yeah, I got a stepson. Stepson, your son, 30. and then your daughter. So yeah, My daughter, 28. All right, so you having a 19-year-old son. What are we in for with our kids? Because our kids are way younger that we need to pay attention to when they're getting into that, you know, those teenage years. Like, what has been your biggest challenge with your son? Man, like, you know, keep them away from the rap culture, man. Oh, shit. God, <laughs> so influential. It's terrible, man. Yo, look, my young son, when he was in like, uh, I don't know, seventh grade, this dude tried to bring cough syrup to school to oh, have leave. Oh, <laughs> fuck. He brought the cough syrup from the crib. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> fucking codeine in the crib. <laughs> like, he brought regular cough syrup. I had, to go up there, I had to whoop his ass for that. That was ass whooping. Like, when he got home, he got fucked up. <laughs> Keep them away from the rap culture. Oh, wow. shit. Please. Right. I, it's, listen, I, I, you know, it's, it, it could be good, like be a father. It could influence <laughs> in a positive or in a negative, man. But it, it definitely, you got to balance that. You know, just uh, 
that was one of the things, man, like all of the kids, you know, the social media and the social um, media stuff is is crazy. You know, I'm That's glad part, my yeah. son, yeah, I'm glad he didn't, he, he grew up with it, you know, but he's not uh, like to the point where everything matters about that stuff. You know what I mean? So don't let them get into it where, you know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. they worried about likes and you all of the superficial shit that don't really matter in real life. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because they can really get caught up into that quickly and, you know, get yeah. their minds kind of jungled up with, you know, mm. all of the bullshit that's out there. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of the early problems. But after that, all good. He's been cool. You know, everything has been in peace as far as that goes but i think just make sure y'all monitoring that that internet use man somehow some way you yeah, know what i'm saying that's difficult man because i feel like you know they're, cre they're creating these apps that we don't even know about the kids get put onto it you yeah know, and, the, and the technology is even beyond us of how they even grab people and yeah it's, it's mad difficult man but you know just let them know that that world is that world and yeah. we live in in a real physical world man you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying with out here you know like everything there of course it matters in certain regards if you're a celebrity or whatever if that's what you do for your business but you know just don't let them get caught up in the bullying and the, you know you got girls and the haters and you know yeah. that that stuff can get into your mind we strong men we ain't gonna let none of that but kids you know they're susceptible to all of that type of stuff yeah man, especially that. if that's all they know we grew up without it so it's different yeah. for us we, we use it as a tool bullies. yeah don't walk down that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah real bullies not cyber bullies right. but that can have an effect mentally on them man you know what i'm saying we don't know what it does you know what i'm saying because yeah. we didn't have that type of stuff so you know we see all of this stuff man kids committing suicide over that like it's crazy yeah, it's nuts. One last question for you before we get out of here, Ed. And talking about your stepson. So, when you came into his life, you said he's thirty now. Yeah. So, did he come into your world um, already when you had your first daughter, or was he yeah, your yeah, first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, my daughter was two or, or, or one. He was like three. Okay. And how was that transition for you? Because that's not always the easiest thing for guys from dudes that I know, especially when they get into relationships and, and it's yeah. a, it's a boy as opposed to a, a girl that's already in the mix it can be kind of a different cause you're, it's almost like a clash of attention uh, that you guys are. Yeah. You know, yeah. With. I mean, it, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty smooth, man. He's a good kid. Um, really no drama, nothing like that. no, jail street shit neither because we kept tight locks on you know the kids um and you know uh by the time he got 18 he got a little brolic and then you know he set out on his own and that was <laughs> it he's been good ever since um but uh, other than that you know it's a it's a it's a process man you know you like uh you have to deal with you know other parents that are involved his father you know what i'm saying and in different situations like that um but you know overall a man a real man can you know handle anything man you know what i'm saying can raise as many kids as you give him if he's you know that's what he's trying to do so 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you know it, you ha- you have your ups and downs, man. But you know you you can you can work through it, man. It's not that that difficult. You gotta be on the same page. The whole fam has to be on the same page in order for that type of stuff to work. Yeah, true. Yo, Ed. So I, I, I on our way out here, like, where can people check for what you got popping right now? Like, how do how do they catch up with what Ed OG's doing? Um, you can check my Instagram at OG Picks, P-I-C-S. Um, the link to the documentary is on there, so y'all can click on that. Um, at OG on Facebook, you know, regular, and uh, at OG Boston Twitter, and ed-og.com. So any of those, holler at me. You can get at me. And, and one thing I've noticed, I've seen a couple of pics of both you and your son. You guys uh, keep it positive with the smiles. So uh, is that a, yeah. <laughs> that's something Always. I picked up on? Yeah. L- listen, man, I try to smile at every picture because um, I'm enjoying myself, man. Uh, you know, we've been through a lot in our all of our lives. And, you know, we out here having fun. We in different countries, different states, cities. I'm smiling. There ain't nothing to be hardcore about. Like I'm having a good time everywhere. So what am I mad about? I used to be mad in all my pictures in the nineties. I don't even know why that. That was like the thing to do. It was happy actually, but you didn't know. Yo, Ed, man, it's a pleasure, bro. Yeah, it, this was yeah, a long time coming. So to you brothers, man. Appreciate Salute you. to y'all what y'all doing, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. And we need you on Drink Champs as well, man. Please, I, I will, when I get back down to Florida, as soon as y'all get get y'all governor bullshit, DeSantis, <laughs> we're never man. gonna get our shit together in Florida, man. Oh man, I, I'm ready to move there. Like I'm ready to move. I've been coming, going so much there, and oh man, but just got to get those guys out, man. <laughs> that dude yeah. is terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. man. No, he is. He is. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'll be when I come back down. I definitely please. I'll be. I love to do that. No, nah, no, nah, it'd be an honor, man, for sure. Appreciate you. All right, bro. Peace. All right, man. Peace. All to right. Salute y'all. Peace, man. Thank, Thank you, you, bro. Yeah. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.